Mission Pizza is based off a uh, pizza place in what's called Mystic Connecticut. And it's a pizza place called A Slice of Heaven. Now, Julia Roberts stars in this particular film called Mystic Pizza. It's like pizza in Mystic Connecticut. And that's what this film is based on. And we're going to take it minute by minute to figure out why we're talking about pizza in Mystic Connecticut. So, uh, what was this thing that happened at work that you said you got some sort of pizza-related argument? Okay, yeah, so this is drama happening at my work, and I figure I'll talk about it since we're a pizza podcast. We are a pizza podcast. This is true. Like a pizza drama podcast? Like a romantic... Yeah, a pizza-related drama podcast, yes. Like a romantic comedy pizza podcast. Like, we should just uh, drop the whole Mystic Pizza aspect and just be a pizza drama podcast. Yeah. And just cover, like, drama in the pizza world. Yeah, so that's what we'll be for the next five minutes or so. And I don't know, should I say, like, coworkers' names and stuff? Uh, well, you want to make up some fake names? Uh, sure. Okay, so you want to just throw out some names for you? We can, uh, Horatio. Horatio. Okay, good. Uh, Tammy. (laughs) Uh. So Horatio and Tammy are going out. Yeah. And, uh, I don't want to start this story now because I'm thinking about saying people's names. <laughs> Go for it, Horatio and Tammy. Alright, no, so this is, uh, this is head waitress at my, uh, at my job. And, uh, she's like in her 50s or something, but, uh, her, uh, son works in the beer garden. Uh-huh. And, uh, her son is also going out with this other waitress. Mm-hmm. Who's really cool. She's like a friend of mine. But, like, uh, a lot of, like, dudes try to, like, get with this waitress and stuff. It's all, like, really weirdly sexual, what? like, uh, around there sometimes. It never seemed like a good idea. Like, what are you hitting on coworkers for? That's, like, yeah. the last person in the world that you would want to, like, Yeah, it's with. like, you can talk to coworkers because you're bored and stuff, but, mm-hmm. like, if you're trying to do much else, you are just, like, uh... Asking for trouble. It's, and it's like, you're you're almost, like, declaring yourself, like, a, uh, like a prominent figure in this restaurant and stuff, mm-hmm. because, like, what if you start going out with one of your coworkers? Uh-huh. And it's like, you're a team now, and, uh, everybody's gonna know it. Sooner or later. So what's the drama, though? So the drama is that, okay, the beer garden guy is going out with one of the waitresses. They, like, live together and stuff. But the, okay. the mom Pretty of serious. the beer garden guy is the head of the waitresses. And she's, like, in her 50s and stuff. Ooh. But she's, like, uh, she's almost got this, like, Queen of Delco thing going on, you know. Queen of like, Delco. You know, she knows what's going on. And she actively kind of, like, manipulates what's going on at mm. the same time. And also, she's always drunk. But <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Yeah, and what's her name? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, go on. So uh, there's this other co-worker that I work with. He's like a pretty good friend of mine. You know, we work together in the pizza room. He's uh, going out with this uh, this phone girl uh-huh. who's like, uh, she's like, she's like, it's like a little bit of a, a Tim Travers and Cat situation, let's say. Okay, the age difference. Because there's an age difference. It's yeah. a legal age difference, but it's an age difference nonetheless. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, they, they've been going out for a while, but she was away at school and stuff. And um, while she was away at school, the dude from the pizza room was texting with the girlfriend of the guy in the beer garden, mm-hmm. whose mother is the head waitress. Oh. So... Wait, say that again for those of us that are slow. Okay, so the guy that I work with in the pizza room is going out with this young girl. Uh-huh. And the phone, you know, she's... Phone the, girl. She's the phone girl. 
Okay. But while she was away at school, the guy from the pizza room was texting with the waitress. Texting. Okay, so that's the part that threw me off because, like, texting. Is the girlfriend? What does that mean? Who is the girlfriend of the beer guy? You mean like suggestively texting? I guess so. I don't know. I wasn't reading these texts or anything like that. Suggesting. But uh, the the beer guy found out about the texts Mm. and he texted uh, the girlfriend of the pizza guy. Uh huh. The you know the phone girl Horatio. Yeah, Horatio, <laughs> Horatio and Tammy, the phone girl. So Brutus, the beer guy, texted <laughs> Tammy and said, uh, "You better tell your boyfriend to stop texting my girlfriend." Ah, uh, see, that's and never then, a good idea. Oh man, that th- this was a couple weeks ago. So this blew up a couple weeks ago, and it was like this big screaming match in front of like customers and uh-huh. stuff like that, like uh-huh. who didn't mind because they were like, "Ooh, exciting day at Jiminy Crickets," you know? Dinner and a show. Dinner and a show, you know. But I was just like, "Come on, people! Like, we gotta work first of all. We're busy and stuff, you know. Whenever this happens, everybody expects me to like go around the corner and like try to butt into it. But no, man, I was holding it down. But uh, yes, yeah, so this happened a couple weeks ago. But then it happened again because uh, Tammy came back from school. Uh huh. And uh, so she's the phone girl again, and she needed to be, like, prominently up front because she knew what she was doing, and, like, she needed to be in the section where she, the head waitress has to talk to her. But that, something keeps pulling her away from the front? No, no, no. The head waitress has to keep talking to her. Oh, thing, I see, I see. And the head waitress doesn't like her because she's involved, you know? All right. She's least involved, but... Mm-hmm. So... So enough set up. She comes out is saying, okay. the head waitress doesn't want me up front, so I guess where do I go? And the phone girl manager went over to there and is like, what is the problem here? And she's like, I don't want her up front. And stuff like that. And she's like, well, she needs to be up front because that's her job. And we need her up front to do the things that she, you know, is good at doing. Uh-huh. So Tammy ends up taking the the head waitress outside to talk to tammy's credit tammy's like 18 years old you know and she's like you me we're talking outside okay okay so she goes take her outside to talk but uh horatio he's huffing and puffing he's like real mad because you know the head waitress is talking smack on his girlfriend so he goes out there and they start screaming at each other uh the head waitress i'm pretty sure uh punches him in the face oh wow but this is after he uh, she said something to him, like, uh, you should be sucking my son's dick or something. What? And uh, he says okay. back to her, uh, I would if your son had a dick. And oh, then she, she takes a swing at him. That's weird. You don't usually hear the, like, insulting the kid... Uh-huh. Resulting in a fight. Usually, it's the other way around. You know, it's yeah. Like a young well, mother th- kind there's of thing. not too much about this that makes sense. I think everybody's just uh, angry and stupid. That's probably why I'm having so much trouble following it. it. It's not a very followable story. It was just an exciting day at work for me because I hear all this <laughs> happening and I'm just like, holy shit! This is the Mystic Pizza Minute. This, this is, is a Mystic podcast about uh, the 1988 Julia Roberts vehicle, Mystic Pizza, mm-hmm. uh, which we go through a minute at a time. Having never seen it before. Yeah. I'm David Holford. I'm John Windsor. And uh, with us today, we have nobody. Nobody. Nobody's with us. us. It's just us. So, uh... I like the way these Just Us ones go. Yeah, they turn out all right. A little less crosstalk. Yeah. Yeah, so towards the home stretch here, I think we should just have, like, a couple more of these... Well, I think the way we're going to do this is uh, trying to articulate this to you earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, every other episode, we should, or every other pair of episodes, we should just do solo. Right. And that way we can double up. Yeah. You know, we can record two weeks in a week. Yeah, you know. more or less just bring it on home, you know, without, like, the struggle of having to, like, grapple guests and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is a struggle. 
So, uh, anyway. Anyway, uh, uh, the cops were called at my work, by the way. Oh, yeah? Somebody called the police. Well, I guess if people are getting punched. But, uh, yeah, they just came and gave everybody a good talking to. And, um, like, none of the head bosses were there. Like, they're out, like, on vacation. Nobody got uh, arrested and dragged out in cuffs? I don't think so. If anything, the, mm. the head waitress was going So, to all white people? All white people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just the whitest. <laughs> just the, the gosh dang whitest. Right. I, uh, there was a cricket, uh, actually, at the same time going on in the... Wait, a cricket? There was a cricket in the restaurant at the same time. So while this was all going on, I kept hearing this cricket chirping. <laughs> and I was like, everybody was yelling about their drama and shit. They were like, my boyfriend this, your girlfriend that. Punch, punch, punch. My son's dick. Uh, but I just kept on yelling, like, where's that fucking cricket coming from? <laughs> was it Jiminy? That's what I kept saying. I was like, it's Jiminy. It's the actual Jiminy Cricket, kids. <laughs> there's, there's, like, customers there with their families and stuff. Mm. Just, and like, just a loud bug. Just a loud bug. It was like, beep, 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 beep. I was like, where the fuck is that cricket coming from? <laughs> that was really funny. Can you do a cricket sound again? Beep, 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 beep. It's like a truck backing up. Beep, 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 beep. To get everybody back to work that day, I kept uh, asking everybody if they saw Avatar. <laughs> I was like, hey, everybody, guess what? I watched Avatar this morning. What's going on? Are we, are we making food? Are we making food here at our restaurant? <laughs> Ask me anything about blue people. Ask me anything about blue people. Uh, so anyway, uh, what happens in this minute? Do you, do you want me to go through it since I got the script open? Uh, yeah, you go through it. All right, so... At the previous minute, uh, Daisy has just uh, excused herself from the Windsor dinner. Mm-hmm. After uh, Charlie flipped the table, basically. Yeah, and so Charlie comes out after her, and they're kind of arguing. Mm-hmm. And in the last minute, she basically, she was like, you know, well, they're all being jerks, but that's just them being themselves or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, whereas you, you know... What was her point with that exactly? Uh, well, she says, you know, like, uh, you know, she's kind of mocking Charlie at this point. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, bring your poor, poor girlfriend to your family's house to, like, you, basically, she's like, you're using me as, like, a weapon against your dad. Yeah, this is, like, she's basically calling him out in this minute for mm-hmm. uh, using his relationship with her as a mode of rebelling against his parents. Yeah, so basically what Charlie did in her eyes, and probably what he did, was he brought Daisy over to see his family as a weapon and mm-hmm. not as, like, a girlfriend guest. And so, and he denies it. He's, which, like, what, are you going to not deny it? You're going to yeah. be like, that's absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, but then she's like, uh, I'm poor and I hate it. I admit it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not half as desperate as you are. I would never use you to get at somebody. Right. Now, that's interesting because just in the previous scene before this dinner, mm-hmm. she was kind of rubbing her relationship with Charlie in her mom's face a little bit, or at least that was my interpretation of events. Yeah. Um, but again, like, we or were kind of going making over... it known that it was a thing. In the last minute, I believe we were discussing the idea that maybe she's seeing some stuff in him that she actually doesn't like about herself. Who, Daisy? Yeah. Yeah. So, just like he's using her to, like, kind of reject his upbringing, mm-hmm. she goes through this whole thing where it's almost she's echoing the stuff that her mom said. She's like, I'm poor, you're not, you know. Right. I'm Portuguese, you're not, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so maybe she, and she says she hates being poor. So maybe, like, her love of Charlie mm-hmm. was a little bit of a rejection of herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Because, like, uh, yeah, she went to something that she wasn't mm-hmm. because she didn't like... Yeah, it was like a self-hate kind of thing. Yeah. It was like, you know, I don't like this about myself, so I'm going to change it in this way. 
Yeah, so it turns out, she, she, or she says it turns out I'm not so desperate, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, quick, quick aside here, uh, did you happen to notice her dress? Uh, was it, by any chance, the dress that she stole? No, it was not the dress that she didn't steal, I don't think. She just bought it and was planning on returning it. And right, right. That. This was a different, uh, very 80s-looking black dress. Mm-hmm. Had kind of a tutu, like, frill at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, did not have the white accents that the previous dress had. Right, right. Yeah, I, I noticed it a little bit, but not too I much. I wonder when she got this dress. Do you think Charlie took her shopping? Uh, it's possible, yeah. Yeah, maybe, like, uh, like he's going to want her to show up presentable, you know. Does he have maybe, money? Maybe, uh, you know, in order to get her there in the first place, he's like, don't worry, I'll get you an outfit. Does he have money, or does he just have access to his, like, parents' garage full of cars? I bet in his mind he doesn't have money. But really, if you looked at his bank account, there's like six grand in there. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, no, no for sure. This yeah. isn't money. I'm, uh, I should have 60 grand, not I'm six destitute. grand. Yeah. yeah. Also, I just wanted to note, uh, Daisy calls Charlie Jr. Mm-hmm. while she's kind of flipping out at him. Yeah, is this uh, after she says you're not even good enough for me? Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, she's like, you, uh, you know, I would never bring you anywhere as a weapon, basically. I would never use you to get at somebody. And, uh... She was like, uh, you know what, it wasn't, uh, your your dad, you know, rightfully is mad at you for cheating on your test, because guess what, you cheated on your test. And also, the calling him Junior, like, while he's rebelling against his parents and stuff, mm-hmm. he's she's basically being like, you're just like them, you know, you're a yeah. chip off the old block. Well, here's what I... an apple that hasn't fallen that far from the tree. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, here's what I realized, like, while she was saying it, and I think, uh, this is some pretty good dialogue writing, uh, you know... Give credit where credit is due, because while she was saying this, I was thinking, holy shit, she's starting to sound like Charlie's father. And uh, But I think at the same time, while she was saying that, she, Daisy, the character, was starting to realize that she was sounding like a little bit like Charlie's father. Really? Because I have a So different... then at the end of her speech, she even just threw in a line. She was like, deal with it, Junior. And she was like, I'm your fucking dad, you know? <laughs> like, I have a bit of a different take, because I thought that she sounded a little bit like her mother. Yeah. Like, I thought, you know, she just had this conversation, and then she starts echoing points of it. Uh-huh. Like, she is being her mother's representative in this fight. She, so I, uh, it's like almost like her mom is mm-hmm. fighting with his dad. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. No, I like where you're coming from. I think you're you're kind of dead wrong, though, because... I even wrote this down. Daisy is the father in Mystic Pizza. You know how, yeah. like, you know how there are no father roles around. You know, like I guess that's right. Like their father is presumably dead. Cat and Daisy. Well, there's a couple fathers. We've got Tim Travers. We've got Charlie Senior. Right. Well, Tim Travers isn't really like a father role to too many people. He's a teacher role, maybe to Cat, and also like a lover role. But I don't really see. Well, what that. about Phoebe? Oh, well, Phoebe's, Phoebe's Phoebe. I don't know. She's like a glorified extra. She's like a six-year-old girl. Like, for all we know, they, they changed out the actress. That, the, the, like, they, the credits could come at, up at the end of this, and there could be, like, six names under Phoebe. Yeah. And we'd be yeah. like, oh, I guess they used six different children for this role. <laughs> exactly. We'll get into some Phoebe, actually, towards the end of this minute. But, um, no, what I was saying was uh, their dad is, like, no longer there and stuff. But uh, Daisy has, like, throughout this movie, kind of taken on uh, roles that she acquired from her dad, you know? Like, she's a pool shark. Mm. She hangs out at the peg leg. Everybody knows her. I think you're making a lot of assumptions about her dad. Well, I'm just, you know, you're to take a lot of assumptions from Daisy's character, having, like, 
you know, because she's like, she just like traipses through the pipe peg leg pub and mm. like says little aside. I mean, we know for a fact her mom drinks heavily because she was like passed out on the couch watching that Mar-a-Lago show. Right. But her mom probably drinks heavily at home. I don't think she goes to the peg leg pub or Well, anything. maybe before she had the kids, mm-hmm. you know, she... Maybe-, maybe she stopped going there because she couldn't watch Daisy like go around there in the same way, you know, yeah, as her father yeah, for did. Sure. So Daisy is... At least a father figure in Mystic Pizza because okay, I'll go with it. You know, uh, Cat takes like more on like you know this like uh, more like feminine role of I guess her mother or something, uh-huh. but uh, Daisy is taking on a lot of the traits of her father, and so she starts going out with Charlie, who is in a fight with his father, mm-hmm. and um, even the first time they like uh, make love in that empty mansion, you know, she oh, yeah. puts on Charlie's father's clothes. Interesting. And is like, is this what you like, Junior? And stuff is like that. Is this how you, you like know? me to smell? Yeah, exactly. She's like taking on these father roles already in like a sexy way at first. Uh-huh. But then it just kind of becomes like in a bothersome way because she's like, oh, now that I'm your father, I have to deal with all these like stupid problems like you cheating on your tests and stuff. Yeah, very Freudian, this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's uh, that's like uh, Daisy's arc through this whole thing. She realizes that she is her father and she uh, knows how to talk to somebody like their father, you know, Okay. because she knows shit. So she just schooled fucking Charlie in the way that he should have been schooled. Not in the way that his father did, but in the way that a father should. So then, um, after they have this little squabble, Daisy calls out for Teresa, who appears to be, like, lurking around the back of the house. I guess she might be taking out garbage or something. Uh, Unclear. Or they might have just told Teresa to go home because she spilled shit and, like... Was, yeah, maybe uh, she was just hiding because mm-hmm. she was ashamed of. Yeah, and she's you know, just going home. Incident. She's like, she's like, fuck this job. I can get another one. Well, okay, so that's a good question actually, because I was kind of wondering. She kind of like stole one of their employees. Basically, mm-hmm. she was like, "Hey, Teresa, can you give me a ride home right now? Yeah, early." And Teresa's probably like, "Yeah, some like old bitch was just super racist at me, so I'm leaving anyway." Yeah, like sure, I'll give you a ride home. Fuck this job. Fuck the Windsor family. Yeah, I guess Teresa's not planning on uh, going back, maybe. Right. So, like, why not go out on fuck a... Fuck Matt Damon. On a fuck Matt Damon note. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, yeah, because she's just through some agency anyway, you know. If they call her up the next day and are like, what happened at that job? You left. Uh, she can be like, well, you know, one of them called me, like, the N-word, and I left. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Well, you worked for a, uh, like, catering place. Would that excuse have flown? Um... No. <laughs> no, because those people are just kind of like the worst kind of people. But, um, yeah, it, it would have, but you would have, like, been taken away from that job, like, specific job. Like, you couldn't go into that house anymore. Mm. Like, maybe you're still employed there, but you got bumped the F down. Yeah, you're you no know? longer getting the hours you used to. Yeah, exactly. So, presumably, Teresa gives her a ride home. Yeah, yeah, and uh, this is, like, another point that Daisy makes, you know, because, like, uh, like just like she knew how to school Charlie in this uh, talk, she also knew how to just snap her fingers and be like, somebody give me a ride home. Mm-hmm. And then one of the help comes over and gives her a ride home, you know? Because, like, she well, knows... Well, I mean, Teresa is also her friend. Teresa is also her friend, but, you know... I think she was working more in Teresa capacity as her friend. even is her friend, like, is, uh, you know, she has extensions. She, like, networks, you know? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. she can probably do this in a lot of the houses around, you know, town. Sure, for sure. You know, just go out onto the street and be like, you, give me a ride home. And they'd be like, okay, Daisy. So, uh, then we cut back to Mystic Pizza, the establishment for which this movie is named. Uh-huh. I don't know, they're not really doing anything, they're just kind of standing by the counter. Were they doing anything? Uh, nah, you know, just like, uh, you know, 
Was there any, let me look at the script Standing, for a second waiting. here. Let's see. Uh, there's um, uh, there's a turkey that you noticed. Oh, yeah. So on the front door, at the bottom of the stairs, uh, which apparently you have to go up in order to get into the restaurant, mm-hmm. there is, like, a paper cutout of a turkey, in addition to, like, the pumpkins and the fake Yeah, there's still leaves. the pumpkins left over from Halloween, so it must be after Halloween. Well, I'm going to say that pumpkins also just mm-hmm. have autumnal significance, not just Halloween. Yeah, but there was that one uh, when Phoebe was asleep in the witch mask and there was a jack-o'-lantern. Yeah, but like, was this one a jack-o'-lantern? No, but I think we're to assume Halloween is over. Yes. And it's about to be Thanksgiving. Yes. Right? So they're just using the leftover pumpkins because, yeah, they they grow at the same time. As... They just put it, They put the cutouts of the mouth and the eyes back into the pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Super glued them back. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, we keep having questions over where exactly this is set time-wise. Mm-hmm. So that gives us, uh, like, I'm guessing this is late November. Yeah, yeah. So it's a couple weeks later. I'm pretty sure, right? Well, I mean, a couple weeks later since since maybe even the Windsor uh, dinner. Yeah, it's hard to say for sure. Like the bad date that uh, Kat and Tim Travers had. I think that's on Halloween because, mm-hmm. like. Would you still have the Halloween costumes out? Like, maybe. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Kids are weird. Yeah, I think that was Halloween night, really, because, uh, yeah. you know, maybe JoJo took Phoebe out to a couple houses in her witch uh, costume, and then she fell asleep. Yeah, although it was pouring rain, so maybe, yeah. maybe like, Halloween was canceled, basically. You get a lot of rain in Mystic. Um, right, Mystic listeners? And so, we get a shot of the girls of Mystic Pizza kind of standing around, mm-hmm. and then, who walks in the front door? Tim Travers and Phoebe. Tim Travers and Phoebe. Yeah, who is it? Daisy, who says cat, and then cat looks over. And, well, they all look down at, like, you know, the, the the front door to Mystic Pizza is, like, at the bottom of some steps. Mm-hmm. You know, just to talk about, like, the, the the mapping of this restaurant. So they all look down the steps because they hear the, the bell ring. Yeah. And Tim Travers is walking up the steps to Mystic Pizza with Phoebe. And then the minute ends. And then the minute ends. Somebody says, oh my god, and then the minute oh, ends. Oh yeah, and then like uh, Kat turns and she's just like, she's got this blank stare on her face like, okay, what do I do? Do I, do I greet this person like a waitress or do I greet him like the asshole that just fucked me? I think the waitress thing is like no longer on the table, honestly. Uh-huh. That's, that's my guess. Yeah. What do you think he's coming in there for? Um... Pizza? Is he coming in there for... Well, here's the thing. Yeah, here's the thing, and I wrote this down. Like, he's coming in there to get Phoebe pizza, but he's also going in there to uh, try to talk to Kat. What a fucking dick. He's really... What he's doing is he is bringing his daughter into this establishment with the promise of pizza, but actually, at the same time, he's using his daughter as a buffer against any negative energy. Well, to be fair, Phoebe and Kat were close, right? Because she yeah. spent a lot of time. So maybe yeah. maybe this is more about Phoebe. Like, you know, if it wasn't for Phoebe, he wouldn't have shown up at all. But, like, maybe Phoebe wanted to see Kat. You, you know? could say that, but Tim has a track record. I think this is all about Tim right now. Tim is like, I'm going to bring Phoebe in to talk to Kat because once Kat looks at me, she's going to be mad. But then she's going to look down at Phoebe and be like, Phoebe, it's good to see you again. Give me a hug, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, Tim is diffusing the situation by using his uh, daughter as kind of like a weapon, you know? Like a scumbag. Yeah, like a little bit like a scumbag. So, uh, the shot of the interior of the restaurant I noted while we were watching it looks a little maybe on the foggy or smoky side. Mm -hmm. Now, this is the 1980s, so Mm -hmm. you remember back when there were smoking sections at restaurants? Yeah. Like, yeah. that was, uh, that's, like, so weird now. Some still do, you know. Where? Um, there's, uh, 
I thought it would. Pap- like, they're mostly bars, but like um, Papoos. Well, is there a non-smoking section, or is it just all smoking? I think it's just certain... all smoking. You're either like all in or all out. You know. Like I distinctly remember going out to eat with my grandparents, mm-hmm. and my grandfather, who claimed to be allergic to smoke, I don't know if that's an actual thing or not. Yeah. But he would be like, "Can you seat us as far away from the smoking section as possible?" Yeah. You know. So um, I don't think you can be allergic to smoke. Yeah, I don't think you can be allergic to smoke either. My my grandfather is a little <laughs> bit of a hypochondriac. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. You think there was smoking in Mystic Pizza? There probably was. Like, there smoking laws weren't really a thing yet. Yeah, they, they, they didn't weren't know really that. a thing until like '94, anyway. You know, or like I remember you used to be able to smoke in the, the Granite Rum Mall. Yeah, they would, they would have like these like metal ashtrays around and stuff like that. That's weird. So it's like I remember that that was like '94 or something. I smoked cigarettes, but I didn't start until like 2008. Uh huh. So like, uh, you know, all that stuff was like long gone. Right. Like even if I if you go to Disney World, you like just can't smoke like in the park proper. Uh-huh. You have to like go to these like special blue squares. Yeah. It's like, uh, go through this, like, metal revolving door, and it's like you're like a bus stop, basically. Yeah, kind of. You can of. see the parking lot. It's out of the way where people can't see you. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think the zoo has something like that, too. It's like, uh, like employees and customers can come in here and smoke cigarettes, and you go back there, and it looks like, uh, it looks like outdoor showers, basically. Have you ever been to a, a smoking lounge in an airport? Uh, no. Those are so. real crazy, because, like, uh, the only one... Okay, I've been to two of them. I was at the the Ben-Gurion Airport one, mm-hmm. and I spent a lot of time in that one, because my flight back from Israel got super-duper delayed. Yeah. Like, by, like, multiple times by multiple hours. Right. Uh, and then, uh, every time I fly through Atlanta, there's a smoking lounge or two there. Mm-hmm. Now, they're just, like, tiny little glass-enclosed rooms that are just totally gross yeah. because there's just people smoking in them 24-7 you know it's, they have like uh, glass walls mm-hmm. yeah so are they all like yellow <laughs> it's just sticky in there it's all sticky yeah you can, like write your name on the glass wall mm-hmm. in like <laughs> in like tar in tar yeah write your name in tar and, uh, did Jimmy Crickets ever have a like smoking section I think they were uh, media pretty early on uh Got rid of smoking. This was like probably like 2001 or yeah, something. Yeah, you, you lived in media longer than I did, so I thought maybe. Yeah, you I don't think you've something. been able to smoke in Jimmy Crickets. Did, did your parents like smoke? Your mom smoked. I bet in like right? uh, John's Tavern across the street. Your mom smokes, right? Yeah. Did your dad? He did uh, once, once I think. So you would or have been twice. sort I think of he did aware. when he was like young, when he was like in his early 20s, but then he did again when he was like 40. You would have been aware no, of, like, smoking stuff probably more than I was then because mm. of, like... Yeah, I guess I'm more used to the smell, like, I don't know. Yeah, you can't even smell it. It's just, like... Can't even smell it. Yeah. I had this uh, dude at work that uh, was talking about, like, his parents smoking weed uh-huh. uh, when he was a kid. And uh, his brother had a really funny line. He was like, uh, I thought that's just what adults smelled like. Because, <laughs> like, their house always smelled like weed. Like, every time we came home from dinner, it would just smell like what adults smell like. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty I, funny. I can kind of feel that with All the, right. you know, cigarette smoke. Uh, let me see. Is there anything else? Yeah, I don't really have much more. This was a loaded minute. Um, yeah, I, I don't think Matt Damon's going to be in it anymore. No, I think that was his one and only appearance. Yeah. So, uh, sayonara, Matt Damon. Hope he had his one it. line. Do you want my, uh, my green stuff, Mom? Yeah. Hope this hope Mystic Pizza took you places. I still haven't looked up um, what movie Matt Damon was in next after this. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll do that for the uh, next minute. All 
right. Well, uh, all right. So that's going to do it. Uh-huh. Uh, thanks to Steve Richardson. Thanks to Bungler for a theme song. Mm-hmm. Thanks to you, Windsor. Thanks to you, Holford. And uh, thanks to the listeners as yeah, well. Yeah, thanks to the listeners. Like, we don't know who you are or, like, uh, where you live or anything. <laughs> or, like, what your motive in listening to this is. Yeah, but shit, if you're listening to this show, cool, man. Tell your friends. We love you. Yeah, we do love you. Goodbye. <laughs>